Hey there, this is Emily. And this is Rosa. Welcome to the Unchecked Podcast. We are two women from two different countries who will talk about living life in their late 20s. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to our latest episode. So today we're going to be a little bit spooky and talk about the supernatural. So Rosa and I thought this would be a great episode for us to share our really creepy ghost stories, our personal experiences with the supernatural, and then also a little bit about our fears. So let's just try, jump right into it. Rosa, do you have a ghost story that you want to share with the listeners? Yes, I do. So actually, I have a couple, but I put it down to two. The first one is that when I when I used to live in Peru, um, my whole family will live in a building, right? And each of us, like each family member, had an apartment in one floor, you know. So, like for example, like my grandma lived some like in the first floor, and then my uncle in the second, and my mom in the third, right? So we all had like we all lived in this building. And just imagine, like, just a big building, and then there's, like, a skyline, so, you know, that so the sun comes in, right? And so, we all have the same skyline, so, you know, mm -hmm. people will put flowers there and stuff like that. And once, like, I was there, like, my, my grandma called us all down, like, all the kids down, so we can all have dinner together, and we're all sitting there, and then we hear every single door from like the second floor to the fourth floor close like boom 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 oh my boom. god and imagine everyone was downstairs because it was like like all of our parents were at work so it was just like my brother my cousin and me and my grandma and we were all on the first floor and like yeah. her her like you know her dining table was you uh, was on on just like under the the skyline right and so right. like we heard it go boom 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 and we're like what the fudge and then my grandma looks at us and she's like oh yeah there's like a ghost here and we're like what hashtag casual hashtag wait so casual no one like there was definitely no one upstairs like you knew no like there was no na neighbors no one it was just like your house and then the ghost yeah like it was just like my, my my grandma and my brother my cousin and me and everybody else was at work you know and like it was crazy because sometimes we had a lady that came and helped my grandma but she wasn't there it was just us and you know the funniest thing is like my grandma is just chilling like you know mm -hmm. like whatever like shit happens and that was really scary but you know like the craziest thing and like later on i would elaborate because my family has a lot of like i think i mean we're indigenous and we have a lot of like i i un understand now to be like you know uh kind of like energy right and if you have mm -hmm. a very strong energy it kind of like people like you know ghosts are kind of attracted to it so it's crazy because i told my mom this what happened she's like yeah there's like this guy that i keep seeing that is a ghost but i haven't seen him for a very long time but i guess he's back and i was like what the fuck like is this like normal and she was telling me that yeah like back in the day this used to be like where we live now in san martin de porres it used to be um uh, like a cemetery 
and it used to be a cemetery for people that went to jail, right? So it was like yeah. there was a prison and then there was the cemetery part where our house is. And there was a lot of like people that were buried there that were not good people and they didn't have like, you know, like a good life. And so they didn't make it to to heaven. And I mm -hmm. guess they're like, at least at least for us, like we believe in purgatory. So they're like endlessly, you know, like just wandering around but they're kind of stuck in that area where they die they can go too far so they're still there and apparently my mom says that this guy like went to jail for like you know harassing a woman so he's not like you know he's always like looking and like my mom said that when she was getting older like as she grew up she saw him more and more and more and yeah so then they brought a priest to the house when, and then, like, he, like, passed holy water and then they didn't see him for a while. So that time with the, the sounding of the thing, yeah. it was, like, him announcing himself again, right? So then my grandma, the next day, we have a cousin. My cousin is, like, a priest. So they brought him in to go <laughs> <because> to <of> holy water. <laughs> to cleanse the house again yeah. a second time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then... The second story is more like uh, how my grandma used to tell, like when in Peru sometimes, especially back in the day when there was terrorism, we used to have a lot of like, uh, uh, what's it called? Like the lights would just go out and mm -hmm. for, from the whole street. So then we sit there and talk about scary stories and ghosts and stuff like that. And mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. my grandma used to tell me this story that happened in Barranco which is like an area, like a really nice bohemian area of Peru. And there was a woman that would cross, like there's a really famous like bridge and she would walk around there, right? And she would get men's attention, right? Mm -hmm. And like the men would follow her and then they would like fall and drown. It's kind of like the Peruvian version of La Llorona, you know? yeah wow so i used to oh and if you know lima lima is always cloudy like there's sun mm -hmm. like once in a while but it's kind of like london there is very cloudy so right. imagine like i always imagine like every time it was very cloudy and i couldn't see that i was gonna see like you could imagine the woman like Yorona, yeah come and take me bro it was so scary but yeah and i love how my grandma would randomly tell us these stories like we were like six <laughs> It's like, yeah, I guess Karen don't sleep forever. <laughs> like, this is like a casual part of her life, and she's just sharing that with you. Yeah, definitely. It's just like casual. <laughs> you started with some really scary ghost stories, and I'm actually glad. So, my time right now, it's noon, and for Rosa, it's six. So, we're still like recording pretty early. I'm pretty sure if we were like midnight at 8 p.m. time frame, I would freak the fuck out and like shit my pants um so all to say i'm glad we're talking about this or like in the early afternoon <laughs> so the i have two ghost stories uh one is actually my best friend famita is about her cousin um in bangladesh and then another one is about my aunt so i'll start off with bangladesh so um i might be butchering the story so sorry for me to in advance but basically um she had this younger cousin when she visited bangladesh and he was just like a, a weird kid perhaps um and so apparently one night, all the lights turned off in their neighborhood. So they didn't really get that much electricity. And, you know, the family was like on the first floor. So once the lights turned off, you hear like a flash of thunder and her cousin disappeared. And so what happened is that they couldn't find him. They were like freaking out. And lo and behold, they actually found him on the rooftop. So within that split second, 
he kind of like transferred from the first floor of their house to the rooftop. And so to this day, they're not sure what happened or why it happened, but it was just such a freak accident. Um, and her cousin was also really quiet, so he never really said anything about it. Nobody ever asked him for anything? Like, he never... No, no. He just disappeared, reappeared, and then no one spoke of it ever again. So I think maybe similar to, like... Because it's also, like, outside in a village. Maybe, like, these things were normal or they kind of, like, push it off as something that was like oh just something supernatural that happened but i don't think they like went into more detail about it so the second one is actually about my aunt so she's from hong kong and um, my parents and her went on vacation before so this is like a long time ago i would say like before i was even born and what happened was that they stopped by a hotel and they stayed there overnight my aunt actually has um ability to see things that's how she describes it and so apparently that night in the hotel room she was just taking a shower, comes out of the shower, and then she sees this girl drenched in blood in the bathtub. And so she comes back. Like, she didn't say anything about it, right? So the next day, she talks to my parents. She's like, hey, I saw this. It was a split-second view, but, like, I'm curious, like, what happened? I think to, to that point, she was unfazed by it because she's seen ghosts before. And they check in with the hotel owner and they basically were like, oh, yeah, specifically in your room. Like, you know, you would assume that they would tell you this before, but obviously yeah. a hotel room is a hotel room. He's like, yeah, someone actually has died in this hotel before and it was a little girl and she was murdered. So <laughs> casual again, casually telling important thing. I know. But she like, I, I just know from her, she just like is in touch with the supernatural. So she actually does see ghosts like that. Or that's how she says it. But I feel like I can't lie about this because it actually happened. So it's just crazy. But I guess, like, if we want to talk about personal experiences, Rosa, I know you talked about when you were a little kid, but are there any more recent experiences or ones that involve other family or friends that you want to talk and uh, about or tell the listeners about? Well, actually, I have a personal experience when I was little and now, now another one growing up. So first, when I was young, when I was like two to three, like I was a beautiful child, I'm not going to lie, like straight up. Yeah, you were so pretty. I saw pictures. <laughs> so like there was like I was even in a commercial. Nice. <laughs> well, a little bit. Wait, but, really? Yeah. But anyway, like I my mom wanted me to be famous. <laughs> but anyway, that's like no, no, near here or there. But I was cute. And so I used to get mal de ojo a lot. And that's when people like look at you with like, you know, kind of envy or bad like intentions. So Ooh. even to this day, I wear like, you know, the little agullo that we call it, a widow that is like this uh, blue eye for like the bad eye. Yeah, and Rosa, you have enemies? No, like not enemies, but like <laughs> people that like look at me like the wrong way. And it's weird mm -hmm. because even some people do it and they don't even mean it, you know, it's just. Right. And but. One of my earliest memories, I must have been like four or five or something. So like, it's just like it left such an impression on me. But like my great grandma, she was she is like she was a person that had like, you know, like in another time there were probably in Peru, they would have called her a priestess. She had a lot of like knowledge and she had a lot of like energy and new things. Right. 
and mm -hmm. she would like do things to me to like make me like uh feel better because i used to get mal de ojo and i used to have like very bad nightmares and mm -hmm. so she i remember she grabbed an egg And like she did a bunch of things and then she passed it to my body. Like, you know, I was laying and she passed the egg to my body. And then when she broke the egg, the egg was black. Like black. <laughs> and it was wait, like so like, scary. Actually, yeah. Wait, so are you sure the egg wasn't black to begin with? Like, no, how I mean, do you know it was I, I don't actually? know. Like, I don't I don't really know because I was very young, you know. It wasn't something yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. but I still to this day I remember the joke was like, you know. Shit. I mean, maybe it could have been that, you know, it was a bad egg. I don't know. But, like, she passed it to my body and the egg, mm -hmm. when it broke, it, the, the joke was black and I was freaked the hell out. And, but then I felt better. So I always, I have always wore, like, these things for the mal de ojo. And mm -hmm. another thing is that even to this day, like, even to this day, I, I have nightmares. Like, and I have really bad nightmares. Like, It's, it feels so real. Like sometimes I feel like my my soul leaves my body and it does something, and then I wake up. And sometimes I'm scared that one day I'm not gonna wake up in my body, kind of thing. But it's Shit. so it's so my dreams are so real. Like I don't know how to explain it. That is it a recurring nightmare, like a similar situation. No, and that's the craziest people. part. Like yesterday, mm -hmm. I had one of those bad dreams. Like it doesn't happen that often anymore but mm -hmm. like it was so crazy like i had a dream within a dream within a dream and i was Ooh. i woke up and screaming like i was like just <laughs> because i was so scared and like it's because like i i had a dream and then i had this they gave me this like red gloves and then when i woke up i was still in a dream but i didn't know and i was wearing the gloves so i like freak out you know in my dream right. within my dream it was like a craziness but yeah But yeah, but like that's nothing because like my mom and my aunt, my godmother, like they mm -hmm. have the same dreams. Like it's crazy. Like I the same like the same exact dreams. Yeah, like, two different people. Like when my mom says, "Oh, I have a dream," I was like, "Oh my god, what happened?" Because she has predicted shit so many times. You know, like wow. like my family has. I feel like that gift that goes down generation to generation through the women of my family. But I think mm -hmm. it skips one. So like my it's like my great grandma and my mom and probably if i have a daughter her you know like wow. my thank my, god it's gift you i would be terrified yo, i don't know i would not want that gift like exactly like my mom has seen ghosts like her and her like i said like her and her sister who is my godmother they look exactly alike too they look very similar and they sometimes have the same dreams you know And, like, right, it's right. crazy because we have, like, put them in separate and it's like, okay, so what happened in this dream? And then they're like, or yeah. one of them has one dream and the second one has, like, the continuation of the dream. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, it's so surreal how, like, in sync they are. And, like, sometimes, like, I feel like, you know, there's different, uh, like, you know, there's nothing left. Like, for example... The future we don't know is uncertain there's so many like you you make a choice and your future has mm -hmm. changed right mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. one choice that you make has changed all of your futures right like kind of like the butterfly effect kind of thing so i think my mom has predicted a lot of stuff and this has a lot of stuff that she has said that didn't come true but it's probably because somebody make a different decision and it didn't happen you know 
So it's like she she can see like parallel universes, and then she's showing you what the choices are. Basically, like, it's so insane. Like even sometimes when bad things have happened to me, my mom has mm-hmm. called me and she's like, "Oh, I had a dream about you," and I was like, "Oh, actually, it's crazy that you said that because this happened." And she was like, "Yeah, I, I saw you something like this happening to you." So yeah, it's insane. <laughs> wow, I mean, like so going into this episode, I just did know that your family had that background, which obviously just makes this episode so interesting. So personal experiences, I also, similar to nightmares, maybe it's the pandemic, but I've been actually getting nightmares like one or two times a month. And it would always end up with me like yelling my mom's name, like in the middle of the night. And then mom would actually come over and like cuddle me back to sleep. (laughs) Um, I don't remember necessarily what the nightmares were, but I don't know why. But yeah, maybe it's a little bit of stress. Definitely. But I also get I also get sleep paralysis, which I think is also common if you don't get good sleep. Um, but there has been times where the sleep paralysis it just seems so real. As in, like I remember there are often times when I would be awake and I can't move at all, and I see like two hands coming at me and like trying to stab me, and it, it's so surreal because I, I'm like actually feeling pain, but I can't do anything about it. Um, so that's been one um, ever since my. Uh, grandma left I've actually also been seeing her in my dreams a lot so I so I used to live or sleep in the same room as my grandma we actually have two beds uh, but now it's my own room now so it's just my bed but I'm actually sleeping on her side of the room because the way the room is formatted it just made sense Um, so I can't tell if it's because I'm sleeping on her bed or if it's I just miss her and like are pushing those feelings down but I really like I often see her in my dreams or either like taking care of her or like we're just taking walks together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's one that's really reoccurring. I think I dreamed about her yesterday too. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to reach um, out to you because she sees yeah. that you're like stressed. Can you like build, can you like build a little bit more on sleep paralysis? Because I feel like people mm-hmm. that have never experienced it, it's hard for them to like imagine it. Yeah, oh, that's hard way to describe it. So basically, what it's like is you're bas- you basically wake up. You're basically wake up, but your whole body can't move. So it it's basically immobilized. Sometimes people say that it feels like there's a rock that's on you or there's like a supernatural being that's on top of you that's like preventing you from moving. And then you're aware of your senses. It's like you're still in your room. You see everything, but you just can't move. And so sometimes the supernatural part of it comes when other things are coming out that isn't part of that room, right? So like, as I mentioned before, those two hands that come out and just like appear out of nowhere. Um, so it's actually pretty common for me. I would say at least I have it like one time every few months. Um, but I also feel like it also, if it's like, if we put a logical spin to it, it might be because I don't get good sleep. <laughs> I had to get a few new mattress toppers recently, but that's exactly uh, basically what it is. And my last story is um, actually related to my friends. This was back in college. And we went on a camping trip. So me and a few friends driving in the car. And it was basically kind of like a road trip. So we drove for quite a long time in like the middle of America, basically. And we were driving in the middle of the night. And lo and behold, one of my (laughs) annoying friends decides to tell a ghost story. And granted, this was like 11 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) That basically the ghost story goes along the the lines of um, there was a group of folks that were driving <laughs> down an abandoned road in the middle of the night and they find that they actually saw a car that was blinking in red and you know the folks were nice people so they thought it would be 
okay to like help this person that is in need. Maybe their car broke down. Maybe they need assistance. And so they stop their car. They go to this person. But they see that car is empty. So it was just the car and blinking lights. And the next day, there was news that came out that um, a group of five people were murdered right next to the car in the middle of the road. Oh and ex- except there's only one car instead of two. So my fucking friends decided to tell this story while we're driving in the middle of the night. <laughs> And we, so I don't know if you know, but like when you're basically dri- driving like back roads in America, there's sometimes they're like um, stop, like stop signals, but they just, they don't blink any three colors. They just blink red and green, red and green to like stop and start because there's not much traffic, right? So we, we, we drive through, we see the traffic lights. It stays fucking red for like a long time. And oh we're like, God. this is so weird because this is not usual. And you know what happens? We look to our left, and then there's a car. Oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> Blinking red. And then we were like, no, we're not nice people. So the moment the traffic lights turned green, we, like, sprinted out. So I'm so sorry to the person that might have needed help in the middle of the night, but we were not going to go through that. I mean, also, to be fair, like, sorry to cut you off, but, like, honestly, there's there's so many, like, instances of fear as a minority in america like to explain to our listeners that are not in the united states i would be terrified to get out of my car anywhere in the middle of nowhere because yeah. once i did and my car got a key so shit yeah. are you serious yeah there's another added fear you know that they're like maybe yeah. some kkk person and i don't know and yeah, yeah. i mean I, I would say i like, would not want to do a road trip Nowadays in America, we're just going to stay in the Northeast area and then just take the plane when necessary. It's like, get out. Like, that's why it was so scary because I felt like it was so real, you know? Like, even when I saw the cops, I wasn't like, yay, the cops are here. I was like, fuck, the cops are here. They're going to fucking kill us all. Like, that's literally what it felt. Like, you really feel that it's like, damn, there's no freaking... Like there's no way that you can scare you can escape the skin of your color the your skin the color of your skin you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like this is how these people perceive you and you know everybody has a gun in the United States. Well, speaking of that, kind of related, um, Rosa, do you have any general fears? Two or three fears that you can speak of. Well, my first fear is rats, and it's because I read 1984. <sighs> And I am oh my terrified God. of rats, like, after that. And even yeah. when I was in New York, I remember, like, there were so many times that I literally passed out because I saw a rat. Or, like, now here, there's so many rats in Paris, and I'm just, like, always screaming, like, my hat off every time I'm running and, like, I see one. Yeah. It's just, like, they're so horrible looking, and I just, like, I feel like they're, like, the pets of the devil. Yeah, no, no shading on Paris, but honestly, I thought, like, Paris was like a really clean city until I realized there are some parts that are not as clean. It's like a typical city. Like, it's not like perfect. Yeah, definitely. I mean, also, like, I don't know, like, I, because there's a lot of canals, so that's why there's mm. rats. But, 
you know, there's a lot of rats in New York City too, I guess. And I think because um, another fear of mine is to end up in an insane asylum, like just to lose my sanity. Wow. Like that's one of my deepest, darkest fears because like I feel like already with everything that's happening in the world, my mm -hmm. mental health is like on a balance, <laughs> on a tightrope here. No, just kidding. But actually... But I really, I'm, I'm afraid to, like, lose my sanity. I just, mm -hmm. because, like, you just get to live. Like, I wish that I could, like, I tell everyone that, like, especially my parents, that if I ever go insane to just, like, you know, kill me. Because what, I mean, if there's no hope of me being, coming back to normal, I don't, just don't want to live for living sake, you know? Right. So that's, Well, let's hope that does not happen. Rosa. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Like, if you ever watch The Craft, like, the ending, that will be, like, my biggest nightmare. Like, oh, my gosh. All right. So, my fears, I have two. And I think one is related to, like, how I don't want to die. And one is related to, like, something that just been recurring for my entire life. I would not, I would, I'm fear of drowning. First of all, I'm not good at swimming. Actually, I can't swim. So... To drown would be the most terrifying thing. Or, like, I can't breathe. But I'm, like, oh, yes, if I'm, like, trapped in the coffin and, like, I can't breathe and I'm just, like, in that perpetual torture for I don't know how many hours until I actually die. That would be my worst fear. The second one would be, this might sound crazy, but being trapped in a dirty bathroom. <laughs> I don't, Rosa knows this, but I'm a very, like, clean person, and I just, like, hate Germophobe. <laughs> I just hate bathrooms. They're just, like, I just need to get in, get out, get in, get out. Like, that's it. You know how much time a human actually spends, like, going to the bathroom? A very fucking long time. But I also read that, like, if you interpret your dreams, being trapped in the bathroom is actually, like, there's some reasoning behind it. But there, I always have dreams where I'm trapped in a bathroom, either like with many, many stalls. So it just keeps on going forever. And the worst <laughs> part is that every single fucking toilet is plugged, like disgusting, like filled with shit. And, <laughs> and then like I wake up and I'm like, I can't believe I had that nightmare. So I just hope that in my lifetime, I, there would be no situation where I go to the, like a bathroom in the middle of nowhere and I just literally get stuck. Like I can't open it. I can't, there's no keys for it. And I'm just stuck there for an infinite amount of time. Is that weird, Rosa? Have you heard about bathroom dreams? You know what? I th I mean, there ain't no shame in the game, you know? People, like, <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, people are afraid of heights. Like, people are afraid yeah. of, like, holes. Like, you know? like there's I'm a, afraid of holes, too. <laughs> like, a lot of holes together. Yes, yes, yes. Don't it's I think there's there's a phobia for that. Yeah, I don't even want to write it. Like don't don't even I'm look it up people up. that are listening to this podcast. Don't look it up because you don't want to even know if you have it. <laughs> I mean, if you have I mean, so for me I see it and like I get tingled, but I mean there's people that are like cannot even look at it. Yes, like so. for me it gives me like a little like like you know, like a little like goosebumps, but that's yes, it. Yes. But there's people yeah. that We'll walk into upcoming traffic just not to see it, you know, so. Right, yeah, so trigger warning for those who are curious. Be careful. <laughs> All right, so I think we could, like, wrap up, basically, by talking about if we know anyone that has the gifts of seeing things. Rosa, you mentioned a few before, but you want to go into more detail about that? About how I, I'm pretty much coming from a convent of witches and all my family is magical. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> 
yeah like i mean my great grandma is the one that i i feel like he was she was the most in the know of things i i think that, like a lot of of these things have been lost um in peru we have shamans and we have uh we we do believe a lot in like the power of of, of plants and um you know we have this uh drink called ayahuasca where you drinking it's kind of like a hallucinogen in and while you drink in there's a there's a shaman that helps you through this journey that that ayahuasca takes you and you're supposed to find yourself you know and help you like when you're going through a bad time kind of face Wait. your fears sorry rosa just to stop sorry to interrupt you is this the same trend that's been going on in new york city where people are taking this like one hallucinogenic drug that's really popular in the amazon Actually, I don't know because Americans be crazy and they like I remember like in the 70s, well not remember because I wasn't born, but I read that like in the 70s a lot of freaking Americans came to like the Amazon and started licking yes. toads just because like, they were giving toads. Yeah, Got like it. licking frogs. Google it people, hilarious. Just so they can give them like, you know, some high. I mean, whatever. I don't I'm not here to like talk like, you know, shame people for licking toes like frogs <laughs> but i'm just saying like it's always like there's always a trend and people always follow it but they don't even know where it comes from like in peru it has been we've been doing this from a millennia like from the beginning of times you know right, right. Uh -huh. like this is like our culture so it's very interesting that people are like oh yeah i went to south america and found myself wait but actually actually though okay i can't find the name of this drug right now i think it starts with an a but Apparently, it makes you so that obviously you hallucinate. Ayahuasca. I think so. Yes, I watched it from a Julie video because this man believed in aliens because he took that and he like was he like saw two alien forms in front of him and he started talking to them. Yeah. So it's a huge thing because people throw like it's like purging. Yeah, it, it is. It solves therapy. I like. I had friends that have taken it. I know people yeah. that have taken it. Like, I mean, I feel like, like I said you have to do it with like a shaman or someone that's gonna be there to help you through the journey you just don't take it to like it's not like dropping acid you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to be there with someone that knows what not just taking it for taking it but that's my what i believe because i don't i'm not against like i think hallucinogens help a lot of people like i have i read an article about how it has helped people with that have depression but obviously used to be with someone that knows what they're doing so that right. like that has been in my family because obviously we were from Peru. Um so I know a lot of people that have, you know, these gifts. Um but I don't know any of my friends that have these gifts, but I do know a lot of my friends especially now lately have been listening more to, you know, fat like um charging their crystals and mm -hmm. uh you know doing um pretty much maybe like saging or like reading cards and i think it's it's very interesting because i think that because of all the things that are going on in the world we're kind of going back to how it used to be back in the day like trying to go right. to essentials trying to find different ways to make meaning of things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so definitely and i think that, like why not like if if he makes sense to you and you want to read up about it like you know like i send all of my friends today like or i think no it was a couple of days ago a, a message like you believe in the government but you don't believe in astrology <laughs> like <laughs> can you read tarot cards now rosa i can but i'm not as good as 
obviously my mom, but I can. I think like anybody could. It's just like you just have to put your your energy in it. Mm-hmm. I have my friend, shout out to Laura. She also does it. She's from Mexico and she also does it, but she actually has a gift too. So she's mm-hmm. really good. Like she sent me, uh, so she asked me to think of something and then she sent me a letter with her prediction for me of the question that I asked her. And it was yeah. so on point that like I I finished reading it and like I literally had to sit down. Like it just yeah. was so on point of exactly what I asked. And what was it, the que- like? What was the question? I guess if you don't mind us tell, oh, telling no, us, not at all. Like the question was about like if uh, I was gonna stay with my partner right now, if I there was a future for us, or and then she literally like. I mean, I have to go get the letter, but it was pretty much like on point how like every single point of like that the fears that I had for other previous mm-hmm. relationships because I'm fiercely independent, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's hard for me to like bring someone else into my little bubble. So like you really talked on that and like how um, like I am like it's very interesting just because it's really hard to read my my cards and my uh like palm because i am very unpredictable and i am like i do things without thinking it twice you know uh so like i am very volatile per se like i have had like a couple of people trying to read my my hand and tell me that it's hard to read because i could change it could be either way you know Right. So so her letter was like, oh, well, it could work if you work on it. Like, duh, anybody would say. But then she put more of things that were like, you know, pertaining Specific. to me. Because yeah. I am I am kind of like those kind of people that sometimes rage quits or like, it's like, oh, let's do this. You know, like, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. hard to, to like, you know, some people kind of like have more structure to their lives. Mm-hmm. Not me. Like me. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm still rating you in with this podcast. I'm looking at my hand right now, and I, I think I, I've went to a hand reader once, and he said I, I had um, a long life and prosperity. So that's like two good things. This is like based on like Chinese reading of your hands. Oh, um, I was gonna say, do they? Do, oh my god, I love when I was in China. I did like tea reading. I did all of the things. You did all the things. Oh yes. no! I just remember this one time. I don't remember specifically what happened, but he he just read my palm. Um, but I would say I went to like a tarot card reading once or like a psychic. It was in Boston with my friend and they, she got all my predictions wrong. Also, she said that like I was never going to get married and I'll just be single forever, which was like, fuck you, lady. Damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, actually, no, she got my predictions wrong, but she got my friend's predictions right because she was saying that you will meet your partner for life this was like three years ago. Um, and then like, he's actually a really good guy, very different from all the guys that you met before. And lo and behold, she's living with him now and they've been together for two years. So I guess there's like hit or misses with those type of things. Yeah. I mean, and also, like I said, like you can do one thing and it can change your life. Like I read mm-hmm. my, I have my face read in China and that was very interesting. <gasps> yeah. What did they say? Did, was it accurate? I guess up to, up until now. Yeah, but he said that I had a mercurial personality, uh, that I and that I am very restless. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rosa. So for me, aside from what I talked about in terms of 
the tarot reading. I don't really have anyone that has the gift of seeing things. I know friends of friends that like can read auras. So I remember I meeting with this one like friend of a friend who can actually see like like the color of your aura, um, and there's like some interpretations of that. And then obviously I talked about my aunt in Hong Kong who sees ghosts on the regular. But aside from that, I don't think so. I mean, if you think back on like the first question of like whether I believe in ghosts, like I believe a supernatural thing exists, but like I haven't really met a ghost yet. Like obviously I've heard ghost stories. So knock on wood. Oh my I god, there's no one ghost yet. They haven't like come to me I, and presented themselves. Jesus Christ. Okay, so after this I'm gonna knock on wood, but like I hope that never happens to me. But I, I really won't believe it until I see it. It's, it's kind of like how, how I see it. All right, everyone. Thank you to, for listening to us. I hope that gave you a little bit of like tingly feeling. We recommend that you have listened to this in the middle of the night so it freaks you out. Um, but we had really fun just talking about ghosts and all the supernatural things. On another note, we'll see you next time. And also drop us a note if you've also had any supernatural sightings. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you.